This week, the Fiends watched Uncut Gems. I want some gems, Mike. Give me some jewels, you know? Dude, I want some jewels in my some life. jewels, guys. I've had jewels. This is the uh, Adam Sandler vehicle. Oh, he drove this fucking thing, dude, yeah. all the way home. And um, it came out a couple days ago. Christmas, Christmas? actually, yep, yeah. Christmas Eve, I think it was playing. Uh, we saw it, I don't know, about like a week ago, maybe? Probably about a week back. Probably about a week, a little over a week ago. But early. Star Wars, yeah, yeah, we saw it early, but Star Wars came out. So we said, you know what, we're going to do Star Wars, so... We'll do Uncut Gems after Star Wars. It trumped. Star Wars trumped this movie is what we're trying to get at. 100%. To get. Yes. So we're going to start this off like we start off a lot of episodes. Right. We ask each other a quick synopsis because he doesn't know what I thought. I don't know what he thought. We haven't said a word to each other. Not one fucking word. So you're going to go first, Michael. Okay. What did you think of Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems surprised the fuck out of me. came out of nowhere. And I honestly think it's the second best movie of the year that I've seen. Wow. Okay. So you're on one side of the spectrum. I'm on the exact same side of that <laughs> spectrum. But maybe just a little more. Because uh, I think it's the best movie of the year that I saw. Unless one is escaping me. I didn't Google 2019 movies. Maybe I should have. Neither did I. Because I'm speaking these words right now. And maybe I'm right. going to stick my tongue in my mouth or whatever the hell I say. But... It, it might be the best movie of the year, if not one of the best movies of the year. Yes, so uh, that's where I stand on it. Man. I knew, I knew after I saw it, I knew I go, oh, Mikey's gonna fucking love it. Yeah, dude, we were actually kind of watching it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, oh dude, it's the exact same time. Yeah, but I just yeah. meant after I was done viewing, I go, He's oh gonna yeah, fucking oh, love it, hundred yeah. percent. And um, what was the first movie you were thinking was the best of the year? Something better than this? Did we already do it on Fiends Watch? Nope, we didn't. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. You guys don't. Don't worry about what? it. What? Oh. oh, I can't wait. Let's stop this episode so I can go watch this fucking movie, dude. All right. Ooh. We'll see, man. Mm. We'll see. Mm. All right. All right. All back right. to Uncut Gems. Uh, oh, my God. But, dude, honestly, what a gem of a what fucking a gem. movie. And it's by the um, Safdie Brothers, Safdie brothers yeah. who did Good Time. Yes. They've done a couple other ones before that. Heaven Knows What. Heaven Knows What. Not bad. Uh, they, I heard that was a little more... Um, Little, not slower, but more um, unrefined. I guess is, is that's a great way, a good to, put way to put it. That's a great yeah. way to put it. I mean, it tackles heroin addiction, but the Safdie brothers do one thing really well. Okay, and it's that suspense. Yeah, intensity, intensity. suspense. Yes. Dude. So even with the stupid little heroin addict, he yeah. made it intense. You're going, oh my god, what's wow. gonna happen? Okay. And, and same thing with Good Time. Like there was some intensity with good, that, dude. Good Time. The yeah. whole movie is like that. Yeah, it I, is where yeah. every scene and every moment that our character's going through you're first of all in that moment mm. it's the same with this movie you're in that moment and whether it's something massive or it's just like a story there's a scene in good time where they they pick up the guy in the back seat yeah and he tells this story of the acid like the the yep. famous acid that becomes so important later in the movie mm -hmm. and the guy's telling the story it's the most like realistic but anxiety filled and re like we've had I mean, definitely me, because I can think of somewhere in the drug world, guys, we used to be ex-addicts, where you have conversations with uh, other addicts, maybe a dealer, right. whatever it is, where it's exactly like the story that that guy tells in mm -hmm. good time. And I go, I don't know how they nailed that story so well, but they did. Right. So there's a realistic vibe to their movies. And this one is, it, to me, it's their best movie. 
Not even a question. Not not even a doubt. This is their best movie that they're... It's going to be so hard for them to top that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is because this movie, I had no idea what this movie was going to be. Right. And I'll tell you why. I didn't look up who directed it. Same. I had right? no idea who was directing so this movie. Dur so while I'm watching it, obviously... We go on IMDb, guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm on it right you now. You want to read trivia. You want to, whatever you're watching, you know, but then you see the red, you go, I don't want to see a spoiler. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But I go, oh my God, this is the Safety Brothers. This is the guys who did Good Time? Makes sense. I'm in. Right. And once I read that in the first five, 10 minutes, I go, okay, I'm in for a fucking event. I'm in for a ride. Yeah. Let's go. Anxiety dude. driven. Oh crazy adrenaline filled ride dude yes and it's I, been a long time since i felt that way in a movie you're going oh my god the whole the whole oh, movie fuck, dude what's oh my god when's the last time i can't think i know and luckily i i smoke cigarettes so i was watching it um in my house we had some screener things whatever it's fine don't um, worry about it and i was so i say during the movie i paused it like two or three times to go have a cigarette so it was good because i would like pause it and then go outside and just kind of like all right, smoke, and then go back in and settle back in and start it. Right. I couldn't imagine seeing this movie in a theater because I might have to just go outside, take a fucking Ativan or something, and just calm the fuck down. Because, because it does that to you. Oh, and one of the best examples. My God, I can't think. I really was trying to think about it on the drive over here. I'm going. What yep. other movie have I experienced that in? There's of course there's movies that have scenes that do that, oh, uh, but 100%. where the entire movie you're going. Oh my God. Oh 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 no. Oh, oh that's oh, terrible. This is, oh, this is great. Oh, oh, oh it's oh, gonna oh, be awesome. Oh wait no. And oh, your wait, heart no. is pounding. This yep. was the most of the movie, dude. Most of the movie, yeah. and it starts right off. From the beginning, we're not going to bounce through the story. I'm just saying right. right when the movie starts, the dialogue was so chaotic and everybody talking over each other. And so it made it so realistic. Right. Mm -hmm. I was, I thought, I'm like, wait, is this like, why can't I hear this? But that's on purpose, guys. Totally. Because think about your real life. And yeah. think about the conversations that you have in real life. Think about the conversation we're having right now. We're talking over each other sometimes. Yeah. And we're like, well, you don't wait for someone to stop, give an expression and then go, well... I will find you. And you, like, you just yeah. don't do that. Right. These conversations were realistic. And it's also New York. Holy fucking all shit. All their movies are usually New York. Is right. Heaven Knows What New York? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's all New York. And dude, it's perfect because when you walk in right after we see that awesome opening, by the way. Yeah, I didn't um, like it. Why not? Because, Mikey, if you notice, I got something called tripophobia. Oh. And if you watch the opening to this movie, they go inside a gym, okay? And there are so many spots in the opening where you see a bunch of things clustered together and things, sharp yeah. and coming out and all. I hated it. So I was like this kind of in the opening. Then it goes into, we're going into his fucking colon. Yeah, you see we're, Adam Sandler's butthole. Yeah, exactly. And we're coming out. And I just don't like the health stuff and surgery. So during the credits, I'm just like, all right, I get it. I get it. And it's I get so it. strange, right? I get that it. like the colon and the throat look so similar. So sim Well, you poop, you suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's true. Just what you they do. say lip skin and butthole skin is the exact same. Anyway. But if you look at the way the movie started and then you look at the way the movie ended, it's so, uh, it's the antithesis of the ending to the beginning. Totally. Right? You Absolutely. just see it goes in a body and then through a gem. Eh, I love it. Oh, dude. They had a lot of those. Like uh, the main, I guess you would say, what do you call him? He's not the villain. You know, he's just he's, a strong. He's, he's pretty much the antagonist. Yeah, I, I guess. guess you could say that because Arno will get to him in a little bit. Oh, I thought you were talking about Arno. No, oh, I'm talking sorry. about his like number one. The guy's fucking get the fuck over here. Oh my god, he did a great job by the he way. He was amazing. But like he, what's great is you see where he meets. Uh, 
Adam Sandler at right yep. at the counter, and that's also yep. where the movie ends. That's also oh, where the fir- you're saying the first time that he sees where him. I'm yeah. trying to get his name. Sorry, yeah, he's great by the way. Yeah, is it? Fi- it's Phil. 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 There you go. So the first time Phil meets Howard, uh, that's Adam Sandler, Howie, yep. Howard, whatever. It's at the same exact spot where the movie ends. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking fantastic, yeah. guys! Spoilers. We should have said that. Oh, from the we from haven't day spoiled one. anything yet. No, but there are. We are going to say spoilers. Oh, so hard. And this movie has a big spoiler. One big spoiler. Totally. And if you know that this is going to happen, it might it it deflates and lowers the stakes of the entire movie. One hundred percent. If you know how it's going to end, you're not watching everything so intense. You're like, right. oh, I know how I know how this is going to end. Well, yeah, because so, it's a story that we've seen before. Not not exactly, mm-hmm. but it's a story of bad decisions. Yep. But then having that final moment of yeah winning. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. we've seen that before. A guy down on his luck. But uh, we but we see him winning earlier. See well, what I'm saying? He not, no. Well, okay, no, but yes, you yes, get, yes, so yes, my, my, yes. Yeah, my only thing is that you see him when he places the first bet on the Knicks, or uh, sorry, the Celtics, yeah. and he wins that bet. And I'm going, oh my God, that subverted my expectation because yeah. I thought he was going to 100% lose that. Yep. So you get these kind of moments of relief where you're right. with the character. But my thing about the spoiler at the end is that it lowers the stakes because if you're watching it, this entire movie, which I'm going to say the spoiler right now, so in case you guys want to turn it off. It's your last warning. This is the last warning. You're watching the entire movie and you're seeing him placing these bets and trying to sell this and trying to give that back and grab this and trying to just get his life back to a level that is normal and somewhat uh, relaxed, I guess. Mm. If you know that he just dies at the end, that all of his work that he does in this three days or whatever it is, he's just going to get shot in the head and die at the end, then you don't care about everything that's coming before. Totally. You just don't care. So that's why the first time you watch this movie and you see him get shot in the head at the end, you will never have that same impact re-watching it again. No. See what I'm saying? That's a good point because, Mikey, we did see this week ago. I did watch it again. Yep. Okay? Yep, yep. And uh, everything you just said totally holds true. Oh, I, yeah. You watched it again. You're right. Yeah. I so did. it didn't hit you as much, right? Of course not. Of course not. Because you know it. And, and the way they do it is, oh, my God, with the score and the music in this fuck. And that's what the Safdie brothers are good at, too. I got to find out who they use. Yeah. Because I think they use them in all their films. Because There's it's one composer, vibe. and it is Daniel Lapadin. Okay. So. And I can guarantee you he did. Heaven knows what. Oh, for and, sure. And, dude, it's that same vibe. But look, Mikey. Yep. He, he did Good Time. And uh, Heaven knows what? No, no, I don't maybe think he just did. good heaven time. Heaven knows what. No, not heaven knows what. Okay, just good time. Good, good time. But they good make time. sense yep. though because they're very similar in their in their uh, their tone, right? The music choices are crazy in this. But yeah. when and I, what I was waiting for this time, I go, mm-hmm. I want to see because the first time is one of the biggest. What the fuck when he gets shot the oh, first time, right? Dude, how big was that? I don't remember the. I, I, we're gonna get back. We're to gonna what get you're back. Saying. To, I know. But go ahead. I'm just. I don't remember the last time where something in a movie physically affected me as much as that scene i'm totally with you i it depressed me it it i could not stop thinking about this movie for days after i know it dude that ending oh man and they usually say i took one screenwriting class in college and they say if your character either dies or it was all a dream it's a cop-out and it's an excuse and don't do that that is bad writing which nine times out of ten it's probably true, yeah, good point. right? Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all a dream or whatever. He dies, yeah. so nothing matters. But this, the inte- the anxiety and the intensity is just on a steady this the whole time. Sometimes you get a little bit of deflating where he'll win something or he'll just, it'll slow down. But it's just going up the whole time. And when he gets shot, you like, 
I kind of felt it right when that guy walked out. I go, he's going to shoot him. And then he shot him. Did you have that feeling? Yes. The first time yes, you watched it, right? The very first okay. time. I okay. go, he, Phil, who's a hothead. Phil, hot calm. Bro, I go, why isn't he like coming out and going, you motherfucker, lock me up? I go, it's too, he's going to shoot him in the face. Right. But it happens so quick for you. You can't even process stuff. But this is what they do. That's so great. Oh, yeah. I noticed it in the second time. Hit me. So right before they're actually let out, the look on Arno's face, who Arno is the one who lent the money guy. He's happy, right? So happy. Okay, good. Because I noticed that. But it makes you feel good as a viewer. You're going... Oh, he finally did it! Like he got he's out, out of his debt of this horrible situation and that he Arno's was in. Like he kind of like he looks like surprised, but yeah. he's like he has a smile on his face. Yeah. Like, oh my god, dude, this yeah. is giving me goosebumps watching yep. this. Yep. And then says, "All right, you made your point." Yep. Boom! Bah. It literally and the music that's being played is so joyful. It's the it's yes. the Sassy Brothers joyful. Dude, so yes. you're going, it's like uppity, and you're like, he yeah. did it. But they don't change it when he gets shot. They continue that same music to the very end. And dude, it it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. Dude. Oh, dude, I was shocked i made a verbal uh totally sound out of my mouth oh holy shit what the fuck yeah yeah and then they just hold on him laying on the floor and there's a mirror shot it's a great fucking shot yeah but you i think they go up don't they and you're seeing the mirror right they don't go down right okay not until the last shot the last shot but anyway they're just holding on him and you he is on screen 99 percent of the time in this movie. Right. He might be in every single scene. I think he is. Right? No, he absolutely... He uh, might be in every yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, There's a couple things with Kevin Garnett, but it's not a big deal. Yes, exactly. Deal. But yeah, he... Yeah. So you're listening to him talk. You're getting to know him. You're... You know the ins and outs of his life and his relationship with his wife and his kids and his, and his past and whatever. So you are so invested in this person. Totally. And you see his face. And first of all, he's a recognizable actor. He's Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. So you like him already. Whether you like him or not, we do. I like Adam Sandler Always from Billy will. Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, all these awesome movies that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So it lends to the fact that you like him even more. Right. So you're so with him and you're so invested in him. And then just to see his dead body lying on the ground with a bullet hole in his fucking cheek. Yep. You are just like everything I just watched in the past two hours meant nothing Mm. meant nothing all the anxiety that we've had all the fucking ups and downs and all the oh my god wait is he gonna do it oh my god yes he won oh my god this is great all of that means nothing because his life and his decisions led him to this path and whether he deserved it or not people can argue right right he met his fate with a bullet to his cheek yeah and that's what i was thinking about after the second time i watched it i'm going all right did he deserve it? Yep. And look, he is a piece of shit. Piece of shit. The way that they show him, you you feel for him because yep. you're like, oh, he's down on his luck. I just yep. want to see him win and get out of this debt. Yep. But he is a he he is a fucking piece of oh, shit. Oh, he's a like, scumbag piece yeah. of shit. No question. To everyone. Him, dude, to everyone. To everyone. He's a not a sociopath, but there's that characteristic of a psychopath where it's like uh, manipulative charm or something like that, yeah. where like you charm people through manipulation to get your own way. That's mm-hmm. textbook Howard in this movie. Oh yeah, is he's trying to get what he wants, but he has this charm about him, mm-hmm. and that's why the casting of Adam Sandler to me was massive. Absolutely, because he's such a likable guy. Like Adam Sandler, he has this charm to him. If you cast other people in this, mm. they were looking at Jonah Hill. Right, I know. I yeah. don't know if you would like him as much. I'm just saying yeah. you have to. It's such a hard character to pull off because every decision and every choice he makes, even with towards his family and towards whatever, it's all negative, bad decisions. Right. It's all. That's it. Every decision he makes. But Adam Sandler pulls it off to where 
you like him. Right. You like him, even though he's making the, these horrible, stupid decisions. Totally. You like him. So I think that is an underrated aspect is casting Adam Sandler. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I know it's trivia now, and I know he's talked about it in many interviews how the Safdie brothers approached him a decade ago. Okay. And he just was, he turned it down. He didn't know. A decade ago were, for what? For this? Yeah. This wrote, was written a decade ago? I think he said it was close to a decade ago what? that they approached him, and he was like, I never Since heard of it. Since 2009, them. the first piece of trivia. Wow. Look at that. Right. But they were so set on having him do it yep. that they just kept reapproaching him. And finally, after I think Adam Sandler said he saw Good Times and was like, oh, these guys, like, wow, they did a great job showing New York and everything. But it was actually his wife who made him take the part. I saw oh. an interview when he was on Ellen. I watched it on YouTube and he said that he didn't, he's like, I can't do this. Like this is, it's just, you know, it's it, it's a lot. I don't know if I could pull this off. So it was the and wife. his wife was like, you have to take this role. This is you. You have, and and he's like, hey, when my wife says do it, I do it. So Guys, a Jewish guy from New York. I mean, of course you're going to look at Adam Sandler. Yeah, but of course. Dude, the teeth made his character too. Yeah. Because he had such a different, I'm going, Jesus Christ, what'd they do to him? And he had fake teeth put in. What? Those he had fake teeth Yeah, in? those are fake teeth. Those but are, Adam Sandler has big teeth to begin with. Kind of, but not that... Ex dude, what? these things were kind of like gross. They're a little bit like darker, you know, like a little bit more yellow and he stuff like that. He had fake teeth in? Yeah, he, he said it on Jimmy Kimmel. He was no like, way! Yeah. He's like, well, I gained 40 pounds, but I didn't have to for the role. I just gained 40 pounds, and uh, they put in fake teeth, man. But those I'm watching. are fake teeth? Yeah. Wow, If you watch man. him when he's talking, they're very, they're out all the time. I know. I just know? I always associate Sandler with big teeth anyway. True. He, he, he has big teeth regardless, so That's I didn't true. know that they put fake teeth in him. I would have never guessed that. And hell, it could have just been like caps on the front or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah they pointed it out. Hey, if like, he I'm said it, he said it. Then he it must, it, it must it. be true, dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, But what, let's go through some characters real quick, dude. Yeah, let's go through some characters, man. Can and we? then we'll talk about some story points that I that I had. Yep. Oh, yeah, and I definitely always have a, um, a flaw in in situations like this that we'll bring up, too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Lakeith Stanfield's character. He is the guy who's bringing Kevin Garnett to the jewelry store. Oh, yeah, the guy from Get Out and stuff? Yeah, always I hated him. Hated him because oh, of my God. who he was? No, I hated the character, yeah. 100%. You're supposed to hate the character. He's a right. fucking asshole. But, and I, and I noticed that I'm going, oh, well, of course, he has every right to be pissed at Adam Sandler's character because he's fucking him over from the start. From the start, Adam Sandler is pretty much betraying, I forget his character's name. Now, because of the watches? Because of the watches. They were fake watches, though. I get it, but he was trying to sell it to Kevin Garnett. He already fucking pushed that off. The guys fill in the other uh, strong arm dude yeah. took it off of him. And he's yep. like, that's not my watch. So I'm just saying, from the start, their relationship is fucked. And I'm, I'm going there because I'm, I'm going, why is he always fucking over Howie? Well, Howie's always fucking over him. Yeah. It brings them all the way to oh, Philly. Oh, they're all scumbags. That's they're what I'm trying to say. They're all scumbags. Everybody's scumbags. So yeah. what I mean is you he's the main character, so we like the main character. Adam right. Sandler pulls it off. We just discussed that. Right. So we love, we, we love Adam Sandler. Yeah. So everybody else is an asshole to him, so you don't like a lot of characters in this movie. Right. And he, what's his name in the movie? They don't even listen on IMDb. I don't even think they say what? it. What? They don't even he's say not it. listed on IMDb. But I know I heard Kevin Garnett says his name. He's like, I gave so, da, da, 10%. I can't, they don't say it on IMDb, man. Yeah, they do. It's Demeni. Oh, it's different on your iPad. Oh. You know how sometimes it does that? Oh, yeah, it's Demeni. Yep, yeah, Lakeith there's Stanfield, Demeni. Nothing under him. And look at that. <laughs> Fucking iPhones, dude. So, yeah, anyway. uh, I hated him because I'm like, this is... Guys, we're from the New York area, and yeah. we've bought in drugs in New York, and, <laughs> yeah. and weed, and pills, and whatever, so we've dealt with people from New York. He's like this stereotypical... I don't want to say, like, black dude, because I'm sure there's a bunch of white dudes who who are, you know, have that style about right. them. I don't want to say anything bad. Who have that style about yeah. them yeah. that act the same way, yeah. where... I was like, this guy's playing this so realistically that every move and every line that he said when Sandler goes to the club with the weekend play and trying yeah. to get it, and when they're in the jewelry store, I'm like, this 
dude Woods, he's like, man, fucking calm down, bro. Yeah. I ain't got it right now. I'm like, this is exactly <laughs> what someone from the New York area, a drug dealer, jewelry pusher, whatever would say. Yeah. And he nailed that character because I hated him during the movie. And it caused more anxiety. Every move caused more anxiety in Every movie. move. Anytime the two of them are on screen, you're going, this isn't ending well because there's no ending. They just keep stringing <laughs> yeah, each other it along. It just keep, keeps going. No, just follow me going. here. Oh, we're going to yeah. go here. I'll oh, meet you. Oh, oh, my God. Dude, how about, oh, oh, I got it on me. I'm going, yeah. oh, hey, Adam Sandler. Howie. He's like, you're going to this weekend thing? Yep. How about don't even have him go there? Meet me. Yeah. Like, let me just get this fucking thing from you. Because yep. now you're in a club with yep. thousands of people trying to get this fucking opal from well, him. We know it isn't that. Well, let's talk about that. So that was one of the story points that I wrote down in the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Adam Sandler gets this opal thing from Ethiopia. It's this rare, you know, uh, rock with a bunch of diamonds and gems in it. Could be worth uh, over a million dollars. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, he's totally he's saying it's worth over a million dollars, right? That's what he's telling everybody. He's trying to get it to this auction, okay? That's what it is. Kevin Garnett comes in, which I thought he did a fine job. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Did a fine job. They said it in 2012. I think the only reason they said it in 2012 is so we can watch the Celtics 2012 uh, playoff run. Totally. And Kevin Garnett still looks the same age as he did oh, seven uh, years ago. Black don't crack, dude. Dude, he black looks great crack. at like 30. Yep. I think he's like almost 40. Oh, like he's that. definitely. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. great. He looks and, like he can still play today. And he did a fine job. I yeah. wasn't I was like, oh, this guy can't act. It was like, no, they gave him a short amount of lines yeah. and not a lot to do. He delivered. Awesome. Perfect. Comes in. Adam Sandler shows him the opal because it just came. He's like, hey, look at this. And he tells him this whole story and this a bunch of like flashes in Kevin Garnett's head. And he's that like, was cool. he feels some connection to this. And they're, they have a playoff uh, series and there's a game that night. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Garnett's like, I fucking need this, right? I it's need a sign. This. I need it's this. It's a sign. I need this, which is stereotypical. Athletes are superstitious. Totally. Right? They yeah. are. So that all made sense for me. And I'm like, there's no way Adam Sandler's going to give this to him. Right. I said, there's no way. I said, I wrote down 17 months tracking down a rare gem and he just gives it to KG. Just gives it to him. I said, it goes against every thing that we're supposed to know about his character. Every characteristic that he has, a smart, cheap, Jewish uh, jewelry dealer would never do that. Would never do that. For a ring, that's worth like what? The guy, the guy at the pawn shop is in like 20 grand. It's probably yeah. worth like 50 grand. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it just, it didn't add up for me. I know. But I get you have to have that um, MacGuffin. Like, you have mm-hmm. to have something to drive the plot forward. I get it. But that was like, uh, I needed more. I needed more of something from KG for that to be believable is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I mean, it is valuable in memorabilia terms, right? Because a fan will pay a lot for that. But not it's not it's not equated to what his value of his that's, own opal is. So that's I'm with what you on I'm that. saying is yeah, that I'm even the, if the but if it was so valuable, then the pawn guys would give him way more than twenty yeah. grand. Yeah, because they, they only do it in pawn shops are only going to do it based on the material, not its value with memorabilia. No, what? Totally, they don't give no. a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They go. Yeah, you they, ever been into pawn shops, Mikey? Hundred percent. It's half the shit's memorabilia. No, no, no. I know, but with jewelry and shit, though. No, no way. I don't know, man. What in yeah. pawn stores? When they go give <laughs> well, like that's fucking fake though. No, no, this stuff is real. Yeah, I'm saying, Mikey, that's wrong, dude. Pawn shops. So you're saying they have massive memorabilia in pawn shops. Yeah, half the shit's like, oh, this is a game worn jersey from fucking you know Michael yeah. Jordan. This is yeah. a da da da. Half the shit is memorabilia in pawn shops, man. For yeah. sure. No, no, no. I know it's more than half of it is. But what I'm saying is they're probably only paying out for the weight in gold though. No. All Why? Right. Because if he doesn't bring it back, then that's their ring, and they could sell it as KG's ring. Yeah, that's true. See what I mean? Yeah, twenty grand was really cheap. I just mean I think it's just the fact that 
you need to move the plot forward, so yeah. we're gonna give him that ring. But I think that's a fair thing of like 50 grand. Maybe it's KG, so maybe you double it. Mm, like it's a yeah. legit thing, but still. And he, Adam, well, Adam hopefully knows that Bear, uh, Howie, I'm Howie, Bear, Howie. Will, he's coming back for that ring, so yes. I'm gonna get my Opal back. Yes. But it's such a stretch. Like, But again, that's the first big thing that makes you go, but wait. Don't let it leave the fucking, don't let it leave the pawn. Don't let it leave. Howie. I know. Like, Fuck. what do you, like, what? And all right, he got the ring. I'm like, okay, but And then he Jesus. fucking pawns it five seconds later. And the, it's it's those things in this movie that make you go, what are you doing? Yeah. The line yeah. in this movie t towards Adam Sandler is, what are you doing? What are you that doing? That is the line yeah. so many times in this movie. And it makes you feel as being two drug addicts, clean, yes. extra. Yes. Yes. It makes you feel for him because you're going... He's just trying to get by with what he thinks is best for him. Yeah. So he's just making all these things. And, oh, I don't even know. Dude, when you find out that that Jesus Michael Jackson cross is someone else's, you're going, oh, my. It never yeah. ends with this guy. It never ends. He'll take anything and he's sell it to anyone. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. That's it's all It's the it stereotypical is. line. And that's exactly how he's character in this. Right. Is he's going to other pawn shops. He's doing this. He's taking jewelry. He's selling what's his name's watches. He's, it's it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. He doesn't have the money, right? Do you know what I think about? Oh, the, what I wanted to say about the fault I always see in movies like this with logic, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. What did he owe Arno? A hundred grand? Because he says it uh, and he goes, your guy yeah. took my watch off me. I want you to take that 20 grand off the hundred I yep. owe you. Yep, hundred. Yep. So yep. Okay, great. He owes him a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Does he have a hundred thousand dollars in inventory in his place? Well, Dude, I'm with you a thousand percent. Don't you always think about that with movies? I'm going, why owe? isn't he just giving him a bunch of the jewelry worth like 150 and say, hey, here's 150 in jewelry? Dude, absolutely. It's, oh, how about this? In movies where someone owes like the whoever the case yep, is, it could be mom, yep. it could be Oh, you need 40 grand tonight? Okay, cool. I'm going to sell the three cars in my driveway. Yeah, if they have three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My point yeah, is yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, going, yeah, yeah. oh, he's throwing all these Furbies and all this. I'm no, going, this specifically, this I'm with you where a guy owns a fucking jewelry shop stacked dude there's gold shit. and platinum everywhere unless you say maybe a lot of the shit in his shop isn't you know real? like no oh. not that it's not real just not that it's like you know like maybe that furby thing's like you know like like two grand you know what right. i'm saying right. I, I i don't know i don't I know, know diamonds so i don't know right. if you look in a shop like that and you go oh my god no 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 like he has probably a million dollars worth of shit right. in his shop you need to give 100 grand the only way that you can see that is maybe when they show the safe and everything's empty yeah. that he's done that way before Good point. where he had to pay people when he's giving watches and he's selling this yeah. and he's selling that so the shit that's up front just isn't worth that much money. You right. know what I mean? Could be. Very That's good it. Point. But I am 100% with you because I thought the same thing. Yeah. I go, he's, this jewelry shop shit all over the place. Yeah, it's not like he owes a million. You're going, ooh, no. no inventory. 100 grand? I go, he just sold a piece for 20 grand. That's the weekends. But you can come up yeah. with, he, dude, that guy has a crazy house in Long Island. Yes. He has an apartment for his side piece, which Julia We're going to get to go. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And cars and fucking whatever, dude. So yeah, I always have a problem with that in movies when people owe. Yes. You can nope. break it down and be very, but also, he's also a gambling addict. That's so he it. Probably That's all he just is. doesn't want to get rid of anything because he wants to always win. How much was it a deflatement when Arno picks him up at the at the play, and he, they bring him in the car and whatever, and he's like, Arno, he's like, we're all right. I'm gonna make you a very happy man. He's like, I put da 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 da, and Arno's like, you don't think I fucking know about that? And all, it's just one quick line, and uh, Adam goes, you stop the bet, you stop the bet, dude. And I go, oh. <laughs> It made my shit shrivel from here to yeah, here. That's what I mean is there's moments of triumph in this movie yeah. where he's watching the game and he's, he's trying to put his son to bed. The wife's yelling at him. He's whatever. But he's watching it and he wins and you go, oh my God, wait. So he's not going to be this big loser. The yeah. movie's going to be about something else. And then nope, five minutes later, you're like, oh, 
Arno stopped the bed. How to happy is he win. in the cab when he wins and you feel you're, so good? He's sitting in the back oh seat. Just like, oh, I just hit big. Oh, I just hit real, real big. Take me to the jewelry. Yeah. Like, take him to wherever to buy whatever yeah. from jewelry. Oh, dude. Oh, my the, God. Dude, one of the best examples in the movie of ups and downs. Ups and downs, dude. You feel, usually that's like Lefts a and third act or something. Yep. Or, or first act to third yep. act. But this is constant. And that's what makes this movie, to me, the second best movie. This is one of the most fast-paced movies without action that I've ever seen. Because a lot of people think, you know, fast-paced movies have to have a lot of action going a lot going on. And a lot of, you know, bangs and lights and whatever. This movie does not stop foot on the pedal 100 miles an hour the entire time when it's mostly people talking. Without a doubt. What's going on is people talking and it doesn't stop because the people are never just talking they're always doing something they're always talking about something super important that has to go a valuable of this a bet it is so well written and so well thought out but they make it realistic which is so hard to do 100 it's so hard to make this movie to make a movie realistic right and they made this movie super realistic guys i used to work i used to intern at bad boy and it was mm. right on sixth ave so this diamond is just like between sixth fifth and sixth avenue in new york I used to pass it every fucking day going to work and I would cut through. This is, ex and it was actually 2009 when I was working yeah. there. So it's like right around this time. Mm -hmm. It, they captured the essence of the Diamond District in Manhattan so fucking well, so fucking well, Money. where you are just transported to it and you get into these underbelly, you know, like kind of seedy New York areas that aren't the Times Squares and they aren't the right. fucking Broadways and the, you know, the fucking Miracle on 34th Street. This is like the the real New York. Mm -hmm. And they do a great job of capturing that, the uh, Safdie brothers. Yep. Yeah, and it was a really interesting choice to have it be a Celtic because you had yep. to have it with high stakes. Yep. You couldn't just have, oh, it's a Nick game going yep. on. No, no, no. This is for, was it the, was it the NBA playoffs. finals? Ooh, I don't playoffs. know. If, I don't know. if it, I can't remember yeah. if it was the finals or if it was the... Uh, Eastern Conference Championship. I don't know. They you were know. playing the Sixers. Oh, they're playing I the thought. Sixers. So it's the Eastern Conference. Hundred uh, percent. Uh, champion. Uh, yeah, championship. you're right. Yep. Right. Big yep. games, though, obviously, but that was cool Big though to games, just have. Dude. And it kind of like to have Adam Sandler, who's a diehard Knicks fan. We all know yep. it. Having Celtics. KG yep. on there just with Celtics. So it's just. It was but a he cool says it in the movie. He's like, yep. I know me. Grew up, he's like growing up a Knicks fan. My father would be whatever, you know, because he's because he's it's probably for KG. real. That's probably really how he feels. Hundred percent. It was just a cool touch. The the arrow worked them capturing the iPhone from the time yep. perfectly. And we all usually have a problem with how they show iPhones on screen. No, nope. this... They nailed it. Dude, nailed because it. Because they always do it in a dark place, so it pops. It po and you're and like, it's the actual legit right colors and the text bubbles, and it's exactly what it looked like in 2012. Absolutely. Yep, that app's going to be so hot. No, 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 for your ears. You have so anyway, years. they were going to get Amari Stoudemire mm. to do it. Or uh, KG, and then there was one other basketball player. Do you remember who they said? No, I remember reading in the it's trivia. A, yeah, it's in the trivia. But anyway, Amar Sotomayor wouldn't have been bad, but again, sure. on the Knicks. So how is it going to be, you know, sure. that big? Uh, oh. But anyway, they decided on KG. So that's when they had to make it Boston playoffs, whatever. Because you're like, oh, a New York jewelry store, but it's this Boston guy that's coming in, but he's playing in Philly or they're Boston. So why is he coming to New York all this right. time, right? I know. See what I'm saying? But they make it. We're like, I got to go back to Boston. I was just in Boston, you know? So like, yeah. it works. But if you you wouldn't know any better if you didn't know where KG played that he was on the New York team because he's right. in the movie so much and coming into the shop, you know what I'm saying? So All the time. Yeah. He's there more than fucking most New Yorkers, dude. Jesus so let's Christ. talk about oh, side Julia stuff? Fox, dude. God damn it, guys. Second, I had to dude. pause the movie and just catch my fucking breath, dude. And you guys are seeing her because I know Mikey's yep. hurting it. Her nice. Uh, and guys, oh. great, great uh, acting performance. 
for her first movie. She was great. Yeah, like she, I, she, I believed her. Yeah. She was good, but also she's fucking smoking. Oh, okay. I love. And I don't mean smoking Fox. cigarettes, guys. No. I mean looks wise. Dude, she captured like the New York girl who's ha- who's a side piece oh, to a my jeweler. Dude, you know exactly. Loves the lavish lifestyle, works there, but has the fucking yeah. apartment. And it just mm. kind of hard to buy. Their relationship a little bit. Oh, oh you know what I'm saying? Oh, like how dude? she loves him so I go, much. You're in it for the money that he doesn't have. It, well, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. maybe like she thinks he's really rich, you know? True. Because she works at his jewelry store. Yeah. He has this nice apartment in New York. Like maybe she thinks he's way more rich than he is. Right. But then you get towards the end of the movie and you're like, oh, wait, no. Like she knows that. She knows he's he doesn't have any money and, and, she, and she's crying or whatever. So. Uh, so it is real, like love, but um, yeah. you got to kind of suspend your disbelief because she is so fucking hot Dude. that to Adam Sandler, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I mean? I, mean, I love the lingerie scene. But that I just was love the scene, scene where I and I was I actually got confused because that lingerie scene when he's hiding in the apartment, I thought it was another side piece. Oh. So I'm like, oh, wait, he has another girl because they never show the apartment before. Right. They only show it when he opens the door and she's laying in bed with another girl. That's it. That's it. So then all of a sudden. He's back, and I'm like, oh, wait, this is another... It almost looked like a different apartment. Right? And yeah. it, but it looked like a different chick, because she yeah. comes in with the coat, and I'm like, it was early in the movie, and I'm going, he has another chick. And then, obviously, when he goes to the party, and I go, oh, it's the same girl. Right. I fucked it up, yeah. dude. I was kind of with you, too. It was I a little fucked confusing it up. In the beginning. Yep, yep. Um, but so dude. she was great. She was super hot, oh. and, and, and I thought she did a great job acting for her first movie. I just wrote down, that chick's ass? Wow. Oh, no. Grade A prime meat, as Jesus, they say, man. Take she should be fucking... Sucking KGs, not fucking Adam Sandler's. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Did. Good point. I don't know. No, she was sucking the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he was not the a good actor. Yeah, well, look, he was in like he, he didn't seasons. he didn't have to do a lot. Is what no, I'm trying no. to say. Yeah. Yo, you feel a hard on. He was an right asshole. Now. Yeah, I'm like he was a turd. Fucking, yeah, and you don't like him, but you love Adam Sandler. You know what I'm saying? That's He's what a turd. It is. Uh, no, Let's, she did a great job. She did a great job at the end at the fucking casino. She did a great job in the last like 20 minutes of the film because it's oh, a lot of her. Oh, bro, yeah. 100%. And we're going to get to the casino because we have a lot of, uh, you know, experience there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Mikey totally is that guy with the long hair at the end when he's 70. That's going to be him. <laughs> Come up to the room. Come up. No, never. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, oh, the wife. Uh, Idina Mizell. Idina Mizell played Idina Manzel. Yes. My, oh, dude, her name is... Adina and her name in the movie is Dina. Look at that. Perfect. And Julia is also Julia. They didn't Julia really Gulia, man. All right. I liked her, man. I did I did like her too. Absolutely. She did fine. Her. She did the frozen role. Uh that's what got her like up there. Mm. She sung the frozen thing. Yeah. That's what that that's what made her popular. But you, she never really is in live action movies right. where you see her and you're like, oh, this is Adina. So for me, this was my first introduction to her as an actress and I thought she did a great job same and yeah I yep. mean you feel for her but then yes. you're kind of like be a little easy on Adam Sandler no because see I disagree because I she's been through so much and he's still cheating on her and he's yeah. still placing bets and doing all the shit one quick conversation at Passover isn't going to change that That's so true. I was like I, I was like no she is done like like uh, it would have ruined her character for me basically yeah and it, he's such a fucking nut and a sociopath that like as soon as the side piece is like, I'm leaving, that's that's when he's trying to get back with his wife. He just yeah. needs to have, like, he needs to always win or yeah. try to win, right? 100%. Yep. How bad yep. was the daughter? One of the worst actresses ever. No. See, I disagree. She is exactly like a teenage fucking girl. Yeah. 100%. I hated her, hated her, hated her. And that's how fucking teenage girls are. Yeah, they are. They are. I'm just saying, it's. she was like, dad, dad, what? I'm like, this is it. 
Yeah, but she didn't deliver the lines good enough. Mm, she was fine. She dude. was fine. She passed. Dude, the guy who played Arno. Yeah. Eric, I feel like. Dude, yeah. I, I watched what... the interview with him. Uh, yeah, he's like perfectly American. Like, looks nothing like. There's, it's, 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 it's on IMDb. It's actually one of the videos on IMDb. Dude, I And he looks like an nothing asshole. like what? I'm going this whole. And I'm such an asshole for not even looking it up in the last oh. 10 days. I'm going, where do I know him from? Yeah. Under Siege 2, bro. The oh yeah, on the train. I'm going. That's oh it. no, yeah. He's he's, he's a steady working kind of you know character actor. He's been around guy. for a minute. Yeah. You're right. He did a great job. But yep. then when you find out that he's actually related to Adam amazing, Sandler, you're going, amazing. Oh my god, amazing. This is perfect. But it makes sense of why how he was talking to him, how Adam Sandler was talking to Arno the yeah. whole time. Yeah, I was like, come on, like I'm like, dude, they're like, they're this isn't a uh, bookie to gambler relationship. Right. I said there's something else going on there, whether they grew up together or whatever it was, and then. When they reveal that he's Adam Sandler's brother-in-law, makes total sense why Arno's giving him all this time and da da da. You know what I mean? It even makes sense of why are the two why are his two cronies yeah. at the play? It's like, oh well, he yeah. knows because he's family. Yeah, he yeah. knows that they're going to be at a play tomorrow night. Yeah, so go exactly. There. It makes going, sense. Oh yeah, it makes that's sense. why. Yep. Um, but no, so, he did a great job. So there's one scene that uh, I want to talk about. Let's break it down. All right. So the scene I'm talking about mm -hmm. is when. KG comes back in to drop off the opal. The opal, bro. I said the scene where KG comes back to bring the stone was one of the most chaotic scenes in film history. Do you remember this? Is, you just watched course, it today, yeah, of course. Yeah, so you remember what scene Absolutely. I'm talking about, bro? So chaotic, dude. Yeah, when he's breaking down, how much are they gonna put? Look, Vegas doesn't even think you're gonna score 18 points. All that, right? No, that was when they were in the office. Oh. I'm talking about... Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. The first time he comes to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. The door not opening The door was not driving opening. Me nuts. Dude, the fucking... There's, there's six different things going on, bro. Yeah. I'm hitting the button. I'm, I'm hitting, hitting the button. Dude, it was just a master class of, oh, how do we... Make a scene chaotic. 100%. And that that is, I would show that to fucking my film students. Go, hey, you guys want to know how to make a scene chaotic? Watch that fucking scene from Uncut Gems. Yeah, where it's just literally like in a 20 by 20 room and like there's six people on screen. And it you know so that chaotic. the main character has to get this thing back. And this is a big celebrity basketball player who's on a short amount of time and just wants to come bring it back. And now he's getting pissed because he can't get in. And da da da, the guy's in the back trying to get the thing. Dude, it. Oh my god, it, it it it's a perfect microcosm for what this movie was. It's one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Yeah. Because of just the sweat that was pouring down the side of my fucking head. That, yep. That's why. Exactly. Yeah, you have the guy coming out who's like the cleaner. He's like yeah. cleans everything. Yep. Yep. Oh what what are you doing? Are you you know, try get yep. get over here, get the screw, I'll do it myself. You're going, yep. Just give yeah. him his open dude. Break you they're like they must be oh like bulletproof god. fucking glass though, yeah. right? Like you just can't has break through it. Has to be. hundred percent yeah. has to be. That was a great, I'm glad you brought up that scene because I'm not yep. going to say I almost forgot about it, but I'm just glad we talked about it on these shows. Yeah, I had to bring it up. I, like I said, I took notes, so uh, I had That's to right. bring up uh, the notes. So You went hard on notes, man. What, what else? else? What else you Ooh, got? Jinx double jinx, dude. Um, Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. So guys, yeah. uh, we live in uh, Connecticut. Connect I cut, dude. About, uh, I'm about an hour and 15, hour 20. Passes, yeah, like uh, I don't know. An hour, 45 minutes. An hour, 45 yeah, yeah. minutes, just something like that. And um, I go there a lot. I was just there two weeks ago. You were? I love Mohegan Sun. And they show a Mohegan Sun commercial early in the movie. That's right. So I go, oh, it's coming back. There's yeah. no reason why the camera is just plastered on a television screen as Mohegan Sun commercial. Right. I go, they're laying right. that seed, so it's going to come back. Turns out, what's his name? Howie gets the money. From we actually skipped over a huge important scene though, so Kevin Garnett. No. Let's take a break. The auction scene. Oh, 
the auction scene. Bro, Again. Finally, we're at the auction, dude. Yeah. And they estimated his thing way lower. So he's like, all right, whatever. I'll bite the bullet, blah, blah, blah. He just needs money right now. Right now. He owes Arno, whatever. And he gets his father-in-law to come in and drive up the price. Right. Drive up the price. And it's played by the guy from Taxi and shit. Uh, yeah, dude. Or just like the Shamil. Just like a Shamil. Fucking Independence Day, Fucking dude. Independence Day, yeah. <laughs> it's played by him. And he gets him to drive it up. He's nervous about it. Da, da, da. Long story short, dude. Nope. Doesn't work out. Kevin Garnett does not take the fucking Opal. Dude, just the next one up. And that's the cutoff for the Kevin 200 Garnett. grand. It's the cutoff. Yeah, he's like. 200 grand. Are you? I, he's like, I knew this was going to happen, uh, Howie. I yep. knew it. And he's like, you're going to give me my fucking money back with 20%. Yep. That's $38,000. And of yep. course, that, Howie's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll get I need it for a couple weeks. Still, yep. I need all a couple right, weeks. All right, yeah. Give me the, the Opal. Give me the Opal. So why? Well, because I need, I need it. I need it. And it he gets the Opal. never ends, Never dude. ends, dude. And that oh. was just such a tense scene because I'm going, I have no idea if KG's going to get the Opal or not. I know. I had no idea if it was going to work out for Howard or not. I just had no, no, no clue because you don't because that's a really good point though because we've seen so many ups and downs so far. Yeah, fifty fifty. That's he what can I'm either saying. have a great moment or a shitty moment or they can both reverse. That's it. So you just don't know. You go. Uh, you have no idea. You go. Hey, if he gets it, I, I get it. If he doesn't, it doesn't. It, it's totally fine because we've seen both. We've seen him win the big bets and then no, nope, wait, he didn't. And then so it was totally plausible for KG to I wanted him to like, raise the thing, I dude. Know, just raise just, the thing. You know man. what? I blame the woman with him, dude. Yeah. Because she's going to no, 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 no. First no. of all, it's hey, enough. Kevin Garnett, I looked it up in 2012. He got yeah. $21 million a year. Um, that was his salary? He was. Holy shit. Uh, I know. Just in real life, he would have 100% grabbed the Opal. He would have been like, yep. have someone with him. Yeah. Just go, yeah, all right. I just, know. Dude, it's ridiculous. He, come on, dude. He's one of the wealthiest basketball players out there. Yeah, he's been the playing time, forever, man. Yeah, so, and still uh, so that was a great scene. Oh. And that's what pushes us to Mohegan Sun because mm. um, Howie. Howie, whatever, KG comes. They do a little backdoor thing. One hundred sixty-five thousand dollars, dude. Comes to get, and he gives him one fifty because he's like, "It's enough, right?" Gives him one sixty-five. Was originally oh, supposed to be one seventy-five. He took off ten percent oh, to give sorry. to the dude. So, so okay, so 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 yeah, there you go. So it was supposed to be one seventy-five. He doesn't give him the one seventy-five. He gives him one sixty-five because he had to give money to the other black dude. Yeah, the other black yeah, yeah. dude. So he takes the bag. And he's building up KG like, no, you're going to fucking win tonight. You're going to fucking win tonight, which is a great monologue. Absolutely. Because he's talking about, he's like, I'm not an athlete. This is what I do. This is how I beat people. Da, da, da. Great fucking, mm -hmm. great scene. But he takes the money and Arno's in there, dude. This is all the setup for the climax. Arno's in there with uh, Phil, Phil and the other guy. And the other dude. And he sneaks the money out back to the girl, which was great. Great scene. Absolutely. The passing the bag from oh, window to window was a great God, shot, I'm going to fuck you so hard later. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> And for some, I don't know, they never explain how he knows that guy, sets up a chopper ride for her to go to Mohegan Sun right. and place a parlay bet on the game tonight with, it was three things. It was to yeah. get the opening tip off, KG to have 26 points, mm -hmm. like points in the game because it's rebound, not not scoring 26 right. points. It's like a rebounds one, yeah. whatever it is. And then for the Celtics to win by some four or whatever it yeah. is. So it's three things that need to happen. Which is already making my heart race right now. 100%. Yeah. So then she goes to Mohegan Sun. Now, I go to Mohegan Sun a lot. You've been there a bunch. Mm -hmm. Dude, did you notice the massive mistake that they did in Mohegan Sun or no? What was it? So they show, there's the sports room at Mohegan Sun. It's over by the other Johnny Rockets. If you guys have been there, not the oh, main yeah. Johnny Rockets, over by the other Johnny Rockets. That's where the sports room is. She goes in there. She goes in the sports room to make the bet. Okay? Now, she walks out of those doors. Mm -hmm. 
walks out of scene, all of a sudden they cut and she walks right back in another scene. But the problem is the next scene that they show is the wolf right near the Elvis slots and the Johnny Cash slots in the opening to the mall, which is 500 feet away from where we just saw her walk. And no, they I cut it. it like she just walked, you know, like they just like cut boom, it, boom. cutting yeah, on yeah. the action like she just walks right there. People who don't know Mohegan Sun would never know that. Right, good point. But a fucking pro like me and Mohegan Sun, I go, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. This is not how this place is set up. This does not make sense. But I'll forgive him. But it was just cool to notice that because I go that's there all cool. the time. And I was like, nah, nah, they fucked it up. And I've probably been there 10 times. Yeah. I, uh, that's what I was meaning to do. Though. I go, oh. I got to ask Mikey on the show yeah. what was wrong. Because something. there's no way it could have been 100% dead on balls yes. accurate. Because think about how hard it is to film in a casino. Oh, dude, and it's packed. Right now it's yeah, packed. Exactly. And in the thing, it's not packed. No. You don't see a lot of people in Mohegan Sun. No, no, no. And I was like, they must have filmed this at 4 in the morning on a Monday. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. just. Just as one of the slowest times at Mohegan Sun they had to film because they got to shut shit down. Of course. They have to shut off wings. They have to do all that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That must have been a hassle, it, but it's doable. And so. it says in the trivia, sorry, it says Mohegan Sun, which is located in Connecticut, does not have a sports book, a place to gamble on sports. Gambling on sports is not yet legal in that state. But there is a, uh, a, it's a, a sports, sports book room, room right? Yeah. right in there. So I don't know about the laws of gambling on sports and if they do it through Vegas, but I know you can place bets at Mohegan Sun. Right, Like right. there's a big thing that says sports sports room, yeah. sports book, whatever. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Right yeah. there. I walk by it all the time. It's near the new poker room. So I don't know if someone just added that in the trivia because they're, oh, wait. Connecticut, Connecticut's not legal in uh, gambling. Let me type right. that in. Da, da, da. So I don't know. And some fucker at IMDb goes, yeah, we'll oh, allow yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I'm in LA. Yeah, I'll just let yeah, it in. We'll yeah, we'll allow it, whether yeah. it's true or not, because it happens sometimes. You come to the real Connecticut. Yeah, why not, saying? dude? Come on, dude. This is where all the facts are. So this is building up to the climax, dude. And Howard's life is at the bottom right now, which it shouldn't be. He had the token, basically. The token in what I mean by that is... He had the answer to his problems. Right. He got enough money to pay back Arno, to pay back his father-in-law, right. and to be back where he starts the movie, even a better position because he paid back Arno. Yeah, and he, he has, has the answer. He has the answer, but he also has some cash to tie up all his other shit too. We don't know all to what extent. Yeah. But think about the money that he, throughout the film that we saw him from pawning and other stuff, let's say about 40 grand he gives to Mike Francesco, did a great job playing oh, that Oh, Francesco was great. At first I thought, oh, He's playing himself, whatever. And then I'm know. like, oh, wait, no. Oh, they're, they're talking about Batsman. What yeah, is this? This yeah. isn't him. Yeah. Um, 40 grand from him that Arno stopped. So where's that 40 grand going, Mikey? Don't know. Right? Where's that's that 40 good. grand that stopped? Yeah. Is yeah. it back to Arno? Yeah. Is it cut it down to 60? Again, yeah. a lot of things we need to consider here. Yeah. Um, the long story short yeah. is that he had, the movie could have stopped there. Dude, that was it. That's all, it. All he needed in this movie was the money from the Opal mm -hmm. to pay off his debts. And that's guess it. what? It's in a bag in front of him. Not... It's not a fucking, no, no, oh, no. go meet this no, guy. No, no. It's right here. Everything he's grand. been searching for right here. is there. But what is he that we are? He's an addictive person. Dude, Gambling yes. specifically. So he yep. goes, but wait a second. Hold on. I just talked up this fucking, uh, the best player on the team. And he owns this thing that he has a connection to. So yep. he's going to have a fucking crazy game. Yep. I'm putting this 165 grand. Oh, it's such a sick thought. On it's such a sick on thought. On a parlay, which means you have to get all three. All, all three things, dude. And the sickest part. So then, she goes to some place to bet. She meets the guy who who brought him over the the, the yeah, helicopter. With the long hair, yeah, yeah. Do you know that guy's name? No, or no? idea. Okay. No clue. He um, was a good job of being that guy, though. Was it Nico? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this was him. I see him in the credits, dude. That's it. That's got to be the guy who played him. No, that's the other henchman. That's the oh, other. Oh, that's the other henchman. Yeah, you shit. only see him for a little bit. Who the fuck? I don't know, but that old guy was great. He was fantastic. He reminded me of like uh, Paul. No, not Paul Newman. What's the guy from uh, Vegas Vacation? 
The guy, the singer guy so, from Vegas Vacation? Oh, oh, no, from oh, Vegas oh, Vacation. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, he's saying Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton mixed I with like you Bon Jovi. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it was a weird mix. <laughs> I really don't see him on IMDb. No, this is crazy. Do I. Um, no, fuck. Anyway, he brings her there and... Okay, hold on. Never mind. Whatever. So he he was funny. Let's just let's sure, just say that yes, he, was he was funny. funny. He was always trying to so, bang Julia. There you go. So go. Yeah. So set up the. Oh wait, whoa, whoa! What were you about to say though? What? Why'd you cut it short? I feel like you did. You just think of something you want to no, say? No, we need to go back to the climax in the jewelry store. Oh, I just okay. wanted to talk about how funny he was. That th- oh, that's what I was saying. Okay, gotcha. I was saying that he brings her there, and then it made me think of the character. Okay, gotcha. Saying? I was like, if you have yeah. a hot point, drop. No, it, I don't. Okay. I literally don't. All right. So yeah. So <laughs> so Phil, the other henchman, and Arno. They want to get out because they want to go stop her. So this is when Howie goes, I'm going to fucking lock them in. Yep. And dude, they're in the box that was foreshadowed earlier with yep. Kevin Garnett and everyone else. Yep. He locks them in there and he's forcing them to watch the game with them yep. during this giant fucking bet. Yep. Genius way and to keep them in a keep yep. them somewhere. But also they sent the other henchman who got out. He's, they she's sent, at Mohegan. They sent him yeah. to Mohegan Sun. Yeah. So there's tension at Mohegan Sun because yes. the guy is following her and watching her. Right. And then you have tension in the store. So it was done really well, this whole climactic moment. Double tension. Double tension. You so really you have get that. Arno, Phil, and the other guy locked in the two doors and it was great. Just Adam Sandler talking to them through the glass was some of the most funniest parts of the movie, 100%. man. So great. And the be- I died laughing when the game, the- he puts the TV on. He's like, all right, boys, let's see. You know, he's like, just got to get the tip off. Just got to get the opening tip. He's like, oh, come on, you motherfuckers. And he gets it and he gets yeah. it. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, that was a big one. He's like, the whole fucking thing would have been over if we didn't get the fucking tip. I started dying. I go, this is such a sick bastard yeah. that... The fucking Celtics have to get the opening tip or else That's 160 grand is gone. You might as well just go find a gun oh, and kill yourself. Oh my God. And the way Adam Sarah handled that and the yeah. lines that he was saying, oh, dude, I just loved it. I fucking loved no, it. No, it was. It was great. And it was just, it was tense. It was funny though, because this was like the first time in a while that Adam's uh, character, Howie, was like comfortable, but he shouldn't be, right? When he's there and he's like joking with yeah. them, you're like, He's actually not, he's not the same guy who was crying with Julia in his fucking but lap. that was the only emotion, because I was going to say, the whole movie, he is comfortable in these horrible situations. That's, that's what I, that's no, his I character. No, I wasn't in a, it wasn't comfortable in a long time. Like, that was the first time you've seen him comfortable in a long time before mm. that. All right, it's okay. fine. All Disagree. Because right. right. I well. think that scene is the outlier when he's crying to Julia. Every other mm. scene, he handles it like everything's fine. He's like, no, no, no I'm going to play $165,000 bet. Oh, I got locked in trunk, honey, it's fine, I'm good, like, da, da, da. He never shows any, like, worry or like my life is over with 90% of humans would be like the whole movie going, oh my God, Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm gonna you fucking know what? die. You're right. He, he is handles pretty comfortable. that stress and that anxiety yeah. amazingly. Yeah. Better than us as viewers. <sighs> like he handles what he's going through way better than than us watching the fucking movie, man. That was a wreck. So, but but it was like a moment of triumph for him because he that's his character and this is what he lives for. Right. He lives for the rush of gambling and all the money on the line, his life on the line. That's what he lives for, man. And his biggest threat is literally inches away from him yeah. just locked up but they're not gonna be there but it's forever his brother-in-law so it was never like this threat of like i never felt like he thought he was gonna uh die right i'm like right? oh they're probably gonna just fuck him up really bad yeah no yeah. not us him like yeah. adam sandler yeah. never comes across as these guys are that serious right because he it's knows his brother-in-law it's his, yeah. like he, he he never comes across like there's it's john Gotti sitting yeah. in there this is right passover for christ's sake yeah like he i don't know he's it's he's kind of always joking with them it's it's like this thing so he's comfortable watching the game. We're sitting there going, oh my God, they're cutting back to Mohegan Sun. The chick's in the fucking Wayne Newton guy's room. Blah, 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 blah. It's awesome. And that moment where they realize they won yeah. 
and it, the, the, the clock's ticking down and it was so like, oh wait, I thought this movie was gonna have like a dark ending. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, what he a won. great feeling. He won. Yeah, he won. He won. He's back. It's this over. Is it. It's this over. Is it. How much, all the money he has, all the it's debts over. is covered, that's yep. it, he's done. A million two. Yeah. A million dollars. Yep. Like, just walking out, a million dollars. Wayne Newton goes and gets the money with the girl, yeah. they're coming out. Escort her out. Escort yeah. out, dude. Amazing, man. And you're like, wow, fucking uh, Safety Brothers, you surprised me. I thought this movie was going to have a bad ending. I didn't think he was going to die, but I thought he just wasn't. I didn't know what was going to happen. It wasn't going to be positive. No. And he gets this moment, and it's like a relief. It's like, oh, my God, he did it. Dude, yep. this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Our character, he's made all these bad choices. One choice can just tie up all those knots. That's it. Arno, smiling, gets up. All right, you made your fucking point. Open the door, da-da-da. He buzzes the fucking door and he's he does, does Adam Sandler say something right before he gets shot? Doesn't he say something to them like while they're walking out? He's yeah. like, oh, you guys thought it like doesn't he say something? Something for sure. I can't remember exactly. Oh, what. you just yeah, watched yeah, it. That's yeah, why yeah. I didn't know if you no, remember. No. He's like saying something. He can't believe we did it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, can't believe we did it. And you made your fucking point. Fucking Phil takes the fucking gun out, shoots him once in the fucking head. Done. That's Everything it. we've just watched for two hours, the character that we become invested in. Invested in is dead on the ground. Gone. After one of the happiest moments of his life, he died so happy. Dude, he almost has like a like like a permanent like yep. mini smile on his face yep. when he's on the ground. Like, it's and that's open, what I think the point is. 100%. Is like he died happy. Yeah. Like yeah. all of his choices led up, and whether he deserved it or not, I don't think he deserved it. But that life, it's that life of putting your the recklessness mm-hmm. of that lifestyle, whether it's a drug addict, a gambler, or whatever it is. It will always lead to bad things, but it gives us a little solace in the fact that he died happy. Absolutely. It was one of the happiest moments of his life. He's like, I want a million, pop, dead. Like the last thought he had was a positive, happy thought. Mm-hmm. So he gets some sort of peace in the last moment of his life. Yeah, and then, because Arno comes in and he, you could tell he's a little like flustered from all this shit that's But he's happening. happy, he's like, I'm saying Arno's after, he, di- after oh, he dies, oh, no, after oh, he dies. Sorry, so after dude. he dies, you're going, oh shit, that's right, this is fucking brother-in-law. He goes, what the fuck did you just do? And he goes, shut your fucking mouth. Shut up, you want to get it too? And he's you know? like, I just want to get out, just yep. get me yep. out of here. And then he yep. tries to make a run for it, and then he gets killed. Arno gets killed, So dude. that made me think, I'm going, well, yep. what yep. was Arno? Yep, exactly. What was he, what was his position, like what was his uh, role? Because it says he was an Armenian-American who married, is in the trivia, who married into the family. Right. But we never know if he's involved in organized crime. Right. If this was, if he does just some bookie shit, takes some bets, we don't yeah, know. only a loan shark, like but we don't know. the right. whole time, the guy Phil, the henchman, is like when they're in the car at the play thing, he's like, Arno gets his money. You got to give Arno the money. Right. So it's like, oh, so like Arno's the top guy. Yeah, why are you just killing him? Like, you know, but maybe he's just fed up and had enough of it. True. And, uh, but yeah, but I yeah. thought the same thing. I'm like, if Arno's the boss, he just went like that. Like, so. I know. And it's like, hey, man, all of this is just on their security camera. Oh, oh, it. yeah. Oh, dude, they are. Those two dudes are like fucked. at the point where they just don't yeah. care. They go, you we're going to take all this money. Who knows? Maybe it's a couple million in jewel. Who the fuck knows? They've been and locked in out. a box for hours. hours and they're dude. so pissed that this fucking guy has been ringing them around forever. And that's their, they're criminals. They're yeah. fucking killers. They're these old school Armenian fucking gangster dudes. And that's what happens, man. So I believed it. Oh, yes. I was in for it. It shocked the hell out of me. It was one of the most shocking endings I can remember. I have not remember. I can't remember a movie. This is this movie's really one of a kind. Yes. It's really one of a it kind. Is. It's so hard the, to explain. It's it's very hard to explain. Yep. I, when we were doing our commentary with uh, Brother Chris for yes. Santa Claus, you're like, 
Dude, I'll cut Jeff to go stop I yeah, because I'm like I could have oh, stopped that entire commentary. We could have just talked for an hour off camera. You oh, know what I mean? Because it's God, it's so rare and dude. it's such an uncut gem. Was that a great great title for this? Great title. What a fucking movie! What a title! And just it, yes, it's a gem. It's a gem. gem. It's a gem. It's an uncut gem. It's unlike anything else. And oh fuck, was I just gonna say? Oh, they the studio put this out as their major Christmas release. I know. So four, come on. That baby. is like. For them to put, spend so much money on marketing for this, this thing was pushed fucking everywhere. Yeah. But you watch the trailers and it it's impossible to convey what this movie is through a trailer. You watch the trailer like, oh, it's going to be a stereotypical, like kind of like black comedy kind of thing or whatever. Sure. You have no idea nope. what this movie is. You have no idea what this movie is. The number one Flawless. thing that most people are talking about when they talk about this movie, yes. reviewers, uh, besides IMDb. Julia Fox's ass, I'm just saying. Oh. Yep, that's actually number two yes. to, num to, yes. to the number one, which What's is number one? anxiety. And yes, that's it. that's it. That's the number one everyone's talking about. Not one person going, yeah, no, it's oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, everyone's going, dude. I don't, They're saying it was hard to watch. They're like, yeah. this movie was hard to watch, and it was. No, it really was. And you don't get any cathartic release because it's all cut short like that, and you're left. Wait, what? Like you're left with this kind of empty feeling mm -hmm. after watching this movie. There was no, if he had never gotten killed, then there's this release. You're like, oh, he won. Oh. And then even if the movie just stopped, like yeah. after he let him out and they're cheering and then he just punches him in the face, movie ends. It's like, oh, oh yeah, but it's still a still cathartic won. release of like, yeah. oh, he won. Like, this is great. Da da da. There was no, you know, because anxiety, tension, it builds up and builds up and builds up, and then it needs to be deflated. This movie never had any deflation right. of the anxiety. That's why it's so memorable, and that's why it sticks out in your head. Because, I, like you said, you can't name another movie like it that gives you such a, a physical and visceral reaction while you're watching it that you never get that release that, oh. So it makes you think about it for days and days after. Dude, days. I still, even though I just watched it, I just could not stop thinking about it. Even with Star Wars, even with everything else dude. going on. Uncut fucking gems. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, dude. It, yeah. Honestly, it, it's it's by far one of the best movies of the year. Yep. And we, I think I can speak for you, where yep. people say we had no idea. It was no idea. No idea. We were good. excited for it. We yeah. were excited for it. Adam Sandler in an A24 movie. Yep. That's all. I, if I That's just it. heard that. I, I didn't go, even sure. know it was a Safdie Brothers. That's what I'm trying to say. No I had no clue. idea. I was just like, oh, Adam Sandler, A24, serious role. Awesome. I love it. No clue. So negatives. You want to go over some negatives real quick? The one negative I wrote down, don't take a deep breath and, and, and you know. Well, I was going to say, sure. I said, the, tell me if you feel me on this. I said, I'll read you exactly what I wrote. Okay. The film would cut to certain scenes and skip over events. For example, like when he's rushing over to give the stone to the auction people, it just cuts to them at Passover. Mm. That's just a quick example of what. There's so many times in this movie where it would just cut and they're somewhere else. And you don't know how they got there. You don't know the events that happened in between. And that's the only negative about this movie. But in order to keep the pace and the thing that they had to do that. So I wow, understand yeah. why they did it. But if you go back and when you're rewatching this movie, think about the times that they cut and transition from scene to scene where it's not the smoothest and you don't know exactly how characters got certain places. How about Adam Sandler getting, or Howie getting back from Philly to New York on a bus ride? Yeah. And you're just like, that's what I'm saying. You know how bad no, that bus ride was? Go, oh, yeah. what bus? There's oh, no, okay. like, you know, and at least they explain that one. Yes. You yes. know, but he's walking over. It's this whole thing where he was trying to get the Opal. He has to deliver it to the place by five o'clock. Da da da. He gets the Opal and then he walks out the door and he's like, and he's talking to the guys, like, oh, you're Jewish again, whatever. Da da da. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. all of a sudden it cuts and he's at Passover. And I'm like, Wait, yeah. I thought 
we were building this moment where we had to go drop it off. They don't even show him good drop point. it off. That's a really what the good fuck, point, man. Didn't so you know, no movie's perfect. No. So I just got to say that that was a negative that I found is certain times the geography of the movie didn't work for me. You know, yeah. So. My only negative is we didn't see Julia Fox fully nude. Okay, I can't think of anything else. You, no real negative. No. Wow. No man. I really can. I'm That's the to only one I could pick, guys. Because see, you got to use your thing and pick it apart. You know sure, what I'm saying? Sure, pick that shit apart. Pick dude. it. Give me one thing right now. Try to I think just of something. Said, Julie Fox, not naked. No, no, no. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Anything. Think of something. Dude. The daughter's acting. She's there you not go. good. There you go. She's There's not good. one. Perfect. But great I love use of non uh, of first time actors though, because you can tell yes. all oh, the people trying to bro. get the fucking watch. Hey, but this watch is it's fake. The dude. fucking little guy. Like all of them were. Well, and, and even the henchman. I think that guy Phil. I think this is. I think he's like. It looks like first movie. he's an Armenian gangster. He 100%. just looks like one. And he pulled it off. Great. What about the guys at the pawn shop where he's giving the ring to? Yeah, is that oh, they're, they're oh, dude, definitely real. They are real. They are fucking real. Because in the trivia, it says like many of the. People actually work at the Diamond District, so hundred percent. What about the two twins? It never comes back. That I thought that was going to come back, like they were going to kill him. That's what oh, I thought. The ones who just he gives the watches to, and they, he owes them money. Yeah, to. yeah, he blows them off. Take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, blows yeah. them off and gives them like a piece of shit watch or whatever. And yeah. they they look like these meek, small Jewish guys. I'm like, oh shit, they never. He's going to be yeah. worried about Arno. Yeah, and then they're going to come back and kill him. I go, that would be crazy. Yeah, he shows they, up. They at come the back. End. That's at, it. Yeah. And exactly. Julia Fox, I don't know. What, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, just, exactly. They go yeah. to like this. It almost feels like a fake store. Yeah. Well, they built store, it for the right? movie. You read that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, built yeah, the yeah. entire jewelry store was a set for the movie. Yeah. But I mean, like that room where she goes to to pass it. He's like, yeah. go over there, and, yeah. and I feel like it's like a like a place to just hide. Like I didn't think it was like a real business. Really? Yeah. It's just I don't know because he's like, go over to da da da's and, and pass it through the window. Yeah. Like, how does she have the key to that? Like, it just it just felt like a fake place for them to. Whose fake place? You're saying like oh, Adam Sandler owns yeah, that? Why? Yeah. Because it's right next door. She had the key for it. She opened it. Just no. Goes but what in. would be the purpose of him to have that? Is to hide to shit. To avoid people. This fucking guy's avoiding people all the time. In in, in to maybe avoid to go bang in the building her next door. Maybe to go to bang her, dude. Okay. I gotta look more right. into it. I didn't I'll think out. about that. So, but yeah, okay, okay. Because I was just like, why does she have the key to it? And she just opened it and went in. Yeah, that's what well, I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe Adam Sandler owns the building. You never know, dude. Uh, who knows, dude? He has money, kind it's, of. Yeah, I just well, I knew it was in an office because he gets in the elevator a bunch of times. There's yeah. other people in there, so it's just a big office building, you know. You so. wouldn't fucking believe what I'm doing. What I got to yeah. deal with. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. He he's One of he's the roles. heart of this movie. He is the reason it's a good movie. If yeah. Jonah Hill was in it, I don't think it would be as good. Yeah, I he just would have like overdone so. the whole Jewish thing. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's done fine. I just don't think he has the charm of Adam Sandler. No, Adam Jonah Hill perfect. just doesn't have the charm. Jonah Hill comes off as more of an asshole sometimes. Like you watch Superbad, like this is a dick. Like I like him because we were that age, but like he's not. He doesn't have a charm about him. Jonah Hill just doesn't have a charm. It's just it's a natural thing that actors have. Leo has a charm, right? Yeah. Jonah doesn't have a charm. No. You know what I'm saying? Actors have charm. Some people, Sam Rockwell, charm. Oh. You know. Then you get people like fucking uh, I don't know. Norton. Trying to think, like Adam Driver doesn't really have charm. No, See what very I'm saying? Dry. So Jonah Hill just a, doesn't have a lot of charm. Adam Sandler's charm filled, dude. Right, right, right. Charmingly delicious, you know? To yeah. the brim, dude. He's to overflowing That was it, man. We have I, yeah. to give some scores. No, oh, we got to give some scores, dude. And yeah. I don't know what it did for box office because I don't fucking know. Do you think it'll be on IMDb? I don't know. Not maybe yet. Not, nope, maybe box not office yet, mojo. So not scores, yet, dude. I gave yet. you my reaction first. What do you I'll give this motherfucking score? I'll go score first, score? dude. I'm going to say I do think it was, might have been... The best uh, movie of the year. Mm. Actually, I'm going to take five seconds to Google 2019 movies. Okay. Just to make sure, because I want to make my statement before I... Uh, Dude, honestly, Star Wars is up there for me for best movies Star of the year. Star Wars best is up there. Top, top but I, five I've movies. come to the conclusion that Force Awakens is definitely better not even than Rise of Skywalker. It's not even a question. Just watching a lot of videos recently and just seeing, like, I get people's flaws with it. I still loved it. I don't give a fuck. But right. 
I think Force Awakens is the best one. Joker was really good. Joker was really good too, dude. Joker was really good, dude. Midsummer came out. The Lighthouse was good. Yeah, that was really good too. It, Chapter two came out. I love that. Yeah, that was all right. Um oh, I'm just naming the movies. Sure. Uh you loved X-Men Dark Phoenix, or whatever it was Ooh. called, man. Um It was so awful. Yeah, not that many great movies. I I think this was the best movie of the year for me, and I have not seen the one that Mikey's talking about. Yeah, we'll talk about it some other time. Yeah, dude, I think you got a little bacteria on your arm, you know what I'm saying? You got a fucking, uh, there God, you go, God, I hope dude. it's not a... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so, okay, score. I'm going to hit you right dude. now, dude. My score for Uncut Gems is 9.5. Dude, that's a great score. Yep. Uncut Gems, I'm going to give it a 9.3. Wow, dude! I think we that's both what I gave Star Wars. Dude. Oh, we you know both yeah. fucking loved, loved it. Loved it. I would recommend it. I think uh, for Christmas, I think my uncle uh, and my aunt they were like, "Oh, they, they were asking about movies, Star Wars." They're, I'm the movie guy. They're always like, "Hey, what'd you see?" Sure. Da, da, da. They said, "Oh, I said, Did you guys see Uncut Gems?" They go, "No, we want to go see it." And I go, "Listen, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just be careful oh. when you go see it." And like bring a Xanax with you, or you know, my heart hurts have thinking your yoga about someone watching fucking, it. Yeah. yeah, things because just but watching it in the theater. Oh, so like if they can just pop the DVD and I'm like, yeah, fucking watch it, you know. Theater, but in the theater, just trapped in a chair, and just oh. oh I'm oh glad we didn't see this in theater, dude. I'm so glad because I'd be like, one hundred percent. We'd be looking at you. Like, oh, oh my god, dude, <laughs> I can't. Oh my god, I'm sure being experienced, but yeah. I would be so tension filled during that whole movie. Oh, yeah. Oh God. A lot of people, some people really didn't like it. I was reading uh, IMDb reviews. Did, what did you? Uh, what does it have on RT? I even can't remember. RT? Oh, yeah. it's got a ninety fucking uh, ninety one or some shit. Oh, it's got to have something massive, bro. And I unfortunately saw the what it made this first weekend. Oh well, then just yeah, say it yeah. if you saw it. Yeah. Well, take your guess. No, because I'm not gonna guess, and you, you, and you, you're not gonna guess. Just yeah, say. I'm it. just fine. Ten mil. Ten mil, it's man. Not bad. And it has a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, so great yeah. fucking Uncut Gems reaffirms the Safties as masters of anxiety inducing cinema and proves Adam Sandler remains a formidable dramatic actor when given the right material. One hundred percent. Fifty seven audience scores. See, I'm telling you, people don't like it. Because people are weird. I think people uh Expected something else. Maybe they. Ex- I think a lot of people, that's a great point. They wanted like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, but it's like, like maybe hey, a little more but I don't get how people like equate an actor with a certain kind of movie. I know. Right? I like, know. oh, I want to go see a Johnny Depp movie. What's a Johnny Depp movie? Yeah, like what, Pirates? I'm going to go see Blow? a Leo what movie. What's a what's a Leonardo Dude, DiCaprio what movie? What are, are you guys me? stupid? You give me Revenant? There's no... If it's a Netflix Adam Sandler movie, you go, oh, this is a comedy. Like, this is an Adam Sandler comedy. But how can you watch this trailer and go, oh, this is another Adam Sandler movie? What? Uh, No. And also, what? dum-dums out there. Yeah. Does it say Happy Madison production? Exactly, of man. No, it's A24, dude. See, God. people are just disconnected. They don't. People, we see A24, you're right. we know what's we know. going on. We know what's up. People say, they go, yep. what the fuck is that? No, you're right. They, what, they don't Madison? even care. They, 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 they don't even care. Oh, they see I want to see that new Adam Sandler movie. Oh, yeah. Exactly, man. Oh, I, I heard it's a little one. bit dark comedy, but it's still going to be a laughter-filled extravaganza. The whole time they go, this isn't even funny. Yeah, half the movie. Who's this black guy here? He's <laughs> yeah. not even funny. Is that an actor? Where's Joe Crothers? <laughs> if you got no movie that's come from on, you're the dude. fucking kings guys come on not you dude no I'm saying for them come on just, guys if you're here come on dude uncut those gems dude oh shit so uh yeah I can't believe the audience gave it a 57 though uh, you know what fuck mind, them dude, dude. Yep. fuck everyone on our RT dude you yeah know what seriously bro if like, we don't do agree got? with them fuck them yeah that's how I feel. I've but just, yeah, that. go go home and read some uh, IMDb user reviews, some negative ones. Mm. I do that every movie I see because mm. I want to know both sides. For sure. Bro, 
it's it's kind of crazy seeing these people's complaints with this. Adam Sandler's voice was so annoying. He didn't sound like himself. Uh, he's acting. Dude, everyone guys. acts. Come on. He's fucking acting, guys. You expect them to do the fucking swan? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. They go, Adam Sandler's voice, five minutes in, I couldn't stand it. I go, uh, guys, he's acting. And he's playing that part perfect Perfectly, for the type of person dude. of a Jew. Yep. Jeweler in yep. New York. Jew jeweler. Addict. I got a Jew jeweler who's an addict fucking gambler. I'm going to ask saying? Souls what he thinks about after this. There you go. And be like, and Mr. Baby Soul, Dimes. Guys, yeah. what do you think of the store? How much, ooh, yeah. how much is the store valued at? Because they could break it down. I was actually talking to, we went to Madonia on Christmas Eve and I uh, met another jeweler, a guy who owns a jewelry store mm. in, in uh, High Ridge. And I told him about Souls. He's like, oh, I know Dave. Yeah, da da da. But I should have said, yeah, you see fucking uncut gems, dude? You know what I mean? And what do you think? What's the, what's the, what's the and appraisal? And he's Jewish, too. So, uh, oh, you know who it was, dude? Ooh. And I should have told you, bro. You know Mark, who listens to our show all the time? Of course. Who we know? His yes. parents. Dude. I talked with them for an hour. They Aww. sat across the bar from me. Amazing. Talked to them for an hour, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, dude. They're Mark's awesome. parents, dude. Yeah, I don't want to say the last name, but you know sure what I'm saying? Sure not, yeah. but dude, awesome. Super and thanks nice for always people. listening, dude. That's what I said. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're something. Like, he's the best. I go, oh, he's been listening for so long. I was like, he always texts my friend past, like, da-da-da. I message him, say, oh, P was right. P was right. P yeah, was yeah, right. He's you know never right. He always right. says never that. Right. Always never says right. that. Um, Except for that one time. So, yeah, but his dad's a jeweler, so that's why I should have fucking asked him, dude. I'm talking to him for an hour. I'm going to message Mark later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome, dude. They know because they messaged him when they were at the thing. Oh, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there with Mike Pirro. She's like, message Mark, you know, message him, text him, you know, take him out. You know, I was like, it's oh, get him on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. Hundred percent. Message him. Say hi. Hundred percent, dude. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but dude. they texted him right there. They're like, oh, she, oh, Mark says hi. You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, he's the best. First thing I'm asking yeah. him, hey man, did you see Uncut Gems? There you go. And then we'll get into everything you just Love said. Love it. All so right. um that's great, dude. Yeah, guys. So go read some negative views if you want. Um but but enjoy the movie so positive enjoy i love this ride. movie man i can't wait to own it because anytime i'm feeling super calm i'm like you know what dude i gotta watch life's it. been kind of easy yeah life's been way too easy right fun. now every movie i'm watching fucking mandalorian everything's cool you know what i'm saying this is great you know star Uncut wars gems. action choo choo no i want to get terrified yeah. anxiety wise hit so. me with that terrification dude love it all right guys thanks for stopping by to watch one more time as always we will be back Next week with something fucking out of this world. Hopefully. <laughs>